Yeah, I can certainly add and appreciate to what David was saying there about the pagan world and when Christianity came in, it was just this ridiculous, mindless thing that the only worthy thing you could do to Christianity was stamp it out, was to kill and get rid of it. It was so horribly offensive and invasive into their society. But when you see the country and when you see the world, the word of God is so offensive to people and yet it is the most gentlest, loving thing there is on this planet. And this is where we are at. And it is faith that holds us together. It is faith that holds us to God. And we go in search of it, don't we? We're, we're always trying to improve our faith. Quite often we can find our faith challenged and we're in search of it. And the only place we can find faith is from God. It does not come out of the world. It does not come out of the human nature. We know the Bible says um, there is nothing good within human nature. Every good thing comes from God. It says he has supplied us with everything that relates to holiness and godliness. So when we go in search of faith, we look to God for faith. And faith is not just in the materialistic world that we, we um, require our daily sustenance from. The faith, the most important element of faith, is to preserve the, the, the name and the life of Jesus Christ within us, that we might be carried through this world. We're not part of this world. We are, we are pilgrims. We're just passing through. They have their votes. They do this and they uh, homosexual marriage. That's their thing. That's their country. It's not our country. We are passing through into something else. It says the prophets and that, they looked for a different city. They were passing through the world. They were looking for a city whose foundation was built by God. And he expounds on that. They were looking for a heavenly kingdom. Is that not what we are looking for? And if we are to, to make it into the kingdom of heaven, if we are to pass through this world and leave all the rubbish of it, don't allow the rubbish to cling to us and hold, hold us down, but passing through this world into the kingdom of heaven, faith is what requ is required. And to have faith, we must go to God that faith. We cannot look within ourselves um, to, to generate it. We, we exercise faith, of course, and we need a faith, but it comes as a gift from God. He has supplied all things. So when we go looking, we go looking to God. Now, my five minutes starts now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm talking just about Abel. Verse 4, I better move along. But verse 4 of chapter 11, Hebrews. By faith, <clears throat> Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. And that's just basically what I want to talk about. By faith, it was Abel who offered the, the better sacrifice that was acceptable to God. And so we, we can start by saying, why was his sacrifice more acceptable? And we think, okay, it was faith. Why wasn't Cain's acceptable? Well, it was um, uh, lack of faith, you could say. But what was it in that, in that faith, 
that made it acceptable. And it was because faith is founded on the word of God. Faith must find its fulfilment within the word of God. It cannot find it outside of the word of God. There are people who have faith in all sorts of stuff outside of the word of God, but we are different. We are God's people and we must find um, a, a home for faith within the word of God and that's what Abel did. Why do we not sacrifice animals anymore? I'm just talking about Abel now. I'm bringing this into Abel. Why don't we sacrifice animals anymore? Isn't it because sacrifice of animals and offerings was a figure and a symbol of things that were to come? They sacrificed animals in anticipation of a promise that had been given to them by God. And that promise really starts with Adam and Eve. After they sinned, God promised them that he would send someone who would defeat sin and death. And we know that sacrifice of animals and that, because of what we read in the Bible, particularly in the law of Moses, the Passover represents Jesus Christ, the sacrifice. And we know that all these sacrifices represented uh, some element of God Got some element of God's plan, and in particular, the arrival of the Messiah who would sacrifice his life for, for the sins of the world. That we don't sacrifice animals and that anymore because the symbolism, the anticipation of why they were sacrificed has been fulfilled in Christ. It says there is now no more sacrifice for sin. It's all done. And... Uh, Abel knew this. Abel looked forward to, he anticipated the word of God being true. The things that God told Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve would have told to Cain and Abel. And the institution of sacrifice didn't come out of Cain and Abel's mind. It came through the word of God. It, it was uh, uh, ordained by God that this is uh, how people would demonstrate faith. And um, it wasn't that the actions itself that had any value of itself, but it was what the individual brought along with that sacrifice. Uh, just go back. Psalm 51, verse 16. It says, For thou desirest... Not he's talking to God. For God desires not sacrifice, else would I give it. He's talking about God doesn't want sacrifice just for sacrifice sake. And um, Israel fell into that trap of, you know, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And God said, look, I'm sick of your sacrifice, you know. And he said, he doesn't desire that. He said, else I would give it. Thou delighteth not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God, and this is what they were supposed to bring to the sacrifice, and this is what Abel brought to the sacrifice, I believe. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart. O oh God, thou will not despise. He will not reject that. He rejected Cain, but he didn't reject um, Abel. And um, I, I believe that this, this is one of the great elements of faith when we have faith in Christ, 
we believe <clears throat> in Christ because we believe in our sin. We believe that we have sinned is why we uh, believe in Christ. And there is a sense of a contrite heart. There is a sense of repentance and awakening within an individual to, to attain that, that, that level of a contrite heart. And so I believe that's what, that's what the big difference between Cain and Abel was. Abel um, had faith based on the word of God, what the word of God had uh, told him. Cain, for one reason or another, does not appear to have that. And we know it's very instructive when we read what God said to Cain. He said, if you do well, you will be accepted. But if you don't do well, sin lieth at the door. And he was talking about the sacrifice. He was talking about Cain's offering, um, that he didn't do well in that. But he bought something. He you know, bought probably the first of his, his, his wheat or whatever. And, but somehow it was found unacceptable. And I believe it was unacceptable because what he came to with his heart was not founded on the word of God. It was not in anticipation through faith. And it was not compatible with the sacrifice. It was not compatible with the word of God. So Abel was accepted. Cain was not. And when it says sin was waiting at the door, we see the results, don't we, when he killed Abel. And uh, sin waiting at the door, I think it's an expression of temptation. It's always there. It's always trying to get in. It is always trying to manipulate us in one way or another. Now, look, I could go on. I'll just finish on one thing. We don't sacrifice animals today, do we? But we have been left a ceremony where faith is incredibly important, where a heart attitude is incredibly important. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. And we look back to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and we remember. We remember what he did. We remember our sin. We remember the, our freedom from that. And all based on the word of God. Not through imaginations, not through some vote, not through something that's happening in the world, but based on the word of God. And along with this, you know, I, I can just say... To have that sort of faith, I think we constantly need to be turning to the word of God, refreshing our minds constantly with it and allowing the Lord to confirm that in us through his gift of faith.